In our previous century, we introduced of godliness. And what we attempted to do was demonstrate the novelty of it and uh, the benefits, the gains of the idea of godliness that separate it, that make it different than how we understand the relationship between creator and creation in Chakira and philosophy that's without Kabbalah. I want to give some examples, but I'm not going to do juxtaposition. I'm not going to compare and contrast Chakira to Kabbalah. I'm just going to tell you a couple of examples of things that people who are involved in Chokmasa Kabbalah, either because they actually know Kabbalah or because they're connected to Hasidis, or they're Sfardim, where they follow Menhage Kabbalah's traditions of Kabbalah, even if they don't fully understand the ideas. Just a couple of examples. The first is the tradition to say before you do each mitzvah, The concept of Yehudim is a mystical idea. It's a Kabbalistic concept. And traditionally it was Kabbalists, great and holy people who were very, very sensitive and very pure, who engaged in this exercise. When you do a mitzvah, you're creating a Yehud. But in later generations, in, in Hasidus and among Sfardim, it's become a practice that all people, each time they do a mitzvah, say L'Shem Yichud. It's well known that the Neidah Yehuda condemned this. Neidah Yehuda was a famous opponent of Hasidus. He was a contemporary of the Baal Shem Tev, the Mizitra Magid, and the Alter Rebbe. And he wrote a very scathing truth against the Shem Yichud. The Chabad custom, is sort of a middle ground where we don't say the Shem Yichud before we do each mitzvah, we say the Shem Yichud once a day and it's called the Pu'ulah Sheches. The Rebbe has a sicha on this in Chelek Lametes and the Kutasichas. A sicha for Rosh Hashanah. And the Rebbe explains the reason we do it only once a day, not before each mitzvah, is because we're following traditions of Kabbalah, even though we're not actually Mekubalim. The meaning of the Shem Yichud very simply means that I'm bringing godliness into the world. That's what it means. Technically, it has to do with names of Hashem, higher levels and lower levels, connecting HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Shechina, connecting Yudke with Vovke. But those are the details. Those are the fancy labels. Behind it, underneath it, basically, what we're doing when we're doing L'Shem Yechud, when you're doing Yechudim, is bringing godliness into the world. Each time you do a mitzvah, you bring godliness into the world. Um, bringing godliness into the world is obviously beneficial to us because ultimately when we bring godliness into the world we're not bringing godliness only into the higher worlds into Atsilus but ultimately we're bringing godliness into the world we're bringing godliness into our world and bringing godliness into our world and into our life brings us closer to Hashem it allows us to experience godliness which is uplifting and has all the advantages that comes along with that sense of closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In addition, it benefits HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because Hashem wants us to make these Yehudim. Hashem wants that we should do mitzvahs, and each time you do a mitzvah, there should be a kavana, and included in that kavana should be the idea that I'm bringing godliness closer to the world, and I'm bringing the world closer to godliness. Which leads me to another form. It's another idea, but it's very, very connected 
to what I just said about Yehudim. And this second form is called Avoida Tzorech Gavoya. The beginning of this idea, and the first one to use this language, I think, is the Avoida Sakoidish, Rameyer ben Gabai, who was a Kabbalist a little bit before the Ramak and a little bit before the Arizal. Hasidus quotes him extensively, and he coined the phrase Avoida Tzorech Gavoya. And the, the way you read those words is there's two ways to read it. The philosophers would read Avoida Tzorech Gavoya. Bitmiya as a question. The work that we do benefits heaven. And the Makabalam would read it period that the work that we do benefits godliness. And as I explained to you in the previous segment, in philosophy, in Hakira, there is no such thing as getting closer to God at all. And there's no such thing as being God closer to the world. And therefore the philosophers would say, what you do matters to Hashem, it doesn't matter at all. So your next question would be, if it doesn't matter to God at all, so why did he give us Teir and Mitzvahs? And the answer would be, he did it because Teva Tevla hated. He wants to be kind to us. It's all for us. It's all for our gain. It's all for our benefit and so on. But in Kabbalah, we say, as a statement of fact, the work we do benefits God. Now this is a complicated statement. And if you've ever studied the Mamari Hasidus, it's especially complicated because Hasidus is not only Kabbalah. Hasidus uses the forms of Kabbalah and then Hasidus takes it to a level beyond. And I'm speaking here specifically within the parameters of Kabbalah. In other words, when you're talking about Elokus, Erinsof, not Elokah, not Got, but Getlich, not God, but Godliness. And the very simplest read of Avoid Tzarek Gavaya is that each time we do a mitzvah, we bring Godliness into Atzilas. And God wants this. God needs this. In other words, it's not only beneficial to us, it's beneficial to him. But when you say beneficial to him, you don't mean him. Atmos, you mean him, to use the phrase that I've been using now in a variety of different forms, himliness, right? Elokus, not elaka. Because the Abishtis wish is that we, through our efforts, should bring additional light, additional oir, into the kalim of Atsilus, that's revealing godliness in Atsilus, which is really this, a similar idea to Yehudim, that each time we do a mitzvah, we're expanding the vessels of Atzilus, the vessels of Atzilus which are made up of many, many, many smaller and smaller vessels are expanded, that there's even more little details, and as a result there's additional oil, there's additional godly light being brought into the vessels of Atzilus, and this fulfills a divine wish. Hashem wishes that we should bring ain't safe into the kalim of Atzilus with the Tehidah and Mitzvahs that we perform. And that's the simplest understanding of that the Mitzvahs that we do benefits on high, that means bringing extra godly light into the vessels of Atzilus, because our Mitzvahs expand those vessels, they deepen those vessels, they add more detail to those vessels, and as a result more of ain't safe is brought into Atzilus. And it's, this is understood to mean that we're doing it not just for ourselves, but for Him. This idea that the work we do benefits God uh, leads us to several other expressions that say the same thing in alternative words. One of them is means to be metakin, to give tikkun, to be correction to the mystical secret of Hashem's name. There is the mystical secret of Hashem's name 
and the mystical secret of Hashem's name needs tikkun. Now, of course, tikkun cannot mean correction, because when you're dealing with godliness, there's nothing that needs to be corrected. Everything is perfect. And as a result, the meaning of the phrase, Laskana Raza Deshmei, means to enhance the name of Hashem. And Laskana Raza Deshmei, which means to enhance the name of Hashem, is the same idea, basically, as Lavei Detzerachaveya and the Yachtgoch B'yuchosh that you're affecting an improvement in the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That means the, name of the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are in the Ten Sfiris of Atzilus. And when we do mitzvahs, we're expanding the vessels and affecting an increase in the supernal light that rests here. It's called the Askana Raza Deshmei. Alternatively still, another, yet another way of saying the same thing is uh, what's really Chazal. That in the Vayoymer, in the third parash of Krishna, it says, You should see the tzitzis. You should remember all the mitzvahs of Havaye. And you should do them. So the word oisam is missing a vav. So the Chazal say, this is, the, this is not even Kabbalah, this is a Chazal. The city says, Reisem Oisei, Uzchartem is called Mitzvah of Hashem, Vasisem Oisem, it's read, Al Tikra Oisem Ala Atem. Do not read it to say, Vasisem Oisem, you should do them, but Vasisem Atem means you should create it. Vasisem Oisem is Mala, Ani Alechem Kila Atem Asa Uni. You do the Mitzvah, Hashem, Vasisem Atem, and you create Havaya. That's how you read it. Reisem Oisei, you should see the tzitzis. You should remember all the mitzvahs of Havaya. Now, without getting too entangled, mitzvahs Hashem means mitzvahs in Atzilus, as opposed to mitzvahs Sai, which is higher than Atzilus, and mitzvahs Hamelech, which is lower than Atzilus. Mitzvahs Havaya means mitzvahs in Atzilus. And you create. And here again, the idea is not that we're doing the mitzvahs, but that we're doing the mitzvahs in a way that creates God. And of course, atem, the idea of creating God, of course, is foolish. So the understanding is, we're creating Shem Avaya, we're creating the divine name of Avaya, meaning to say that our mitzvahs expand the vessels of Atzilus, and by expanding the vessels of Atzilus, we bring more light of Ein Seif into Atzilus. And this is our accomplishment. We're bringing additional godliness into Atzilus by expanding the vessels, and it's considered as if we're creating Atzilus, as if we're creating the vessels of Atzilus, which is causing the Ein Seif to rest. So there's a variety of different ways of, in effect, uh, saying the same thing. Now to take this to another level, and this also is sometimes included in the discussion of the first understanding of Teiro Mitzvahs within the parameters of Kabbalah is Yechudim, to bring godliness into Atzilus. But there are several others, which are all unique to Kabbalah. There's the concept of Birudim, elevating sparks. Elevating sparks is predicated on the idea that where there is darkness, where there is evil, there is actually an inverse form, a very, very powerful divine energy which has created that evil. And that the reason this evil was created is that we should struggle with it, struggle with it, use it in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and separate the good from the bad within it and raise the bad up. This is called Birudim, Avedis Birudim. And Kabbalistically, when we deal with physical things, which we need in order to perform mitzvahs, and we separate the good from the bad in those 
physical things and the good is raised up and refined and included in the lakus, this is called the Vedasabiruda. This is called the work of separating and uplifting the sparks. And that also is included in the idea of Aveda Tzedakavet, the work we do benefits godliness. But in this case, it's not the godliness of Atsilas, it's actually godliness which is higher than Atsilas. But it's the godliness which is higher than Atsilas, which has fallen into the lower realms. That means lower than Atsilas. And through our efforts, we not only release the godliness in Atsilas, which is the first idea, but revealing godliness which is even higher than Atsilas into Atsilas as well through the exercise of Avedas Abirurim. This also is included in Avedas Tzedech Kaveya and in the, the way the Maimorim explain the statement, mitzvahs were given just to make us better. The philosophers use that quote to support their position that Avedas Lav Tzedech Kaveya and the Mekobalim used to support their position that Avedas Tzedech Kaveya is not only called Yehudim, it also calls, includes uh, Birurim. And above that, there's also tshuva. Tshuva also elevates sparks and transforms evil into good. But the tshuva is even more extreme than birudim because birudim allows us to elevate sparks of physical things that are mutter, that are permitted, but that they're in klipa. And tshuva allows us even to correct sparks, rachmano litzlan, in sholosh b'yusat meiz lagamri, in evil. That's kosher v'osu b'deachetzeinim lo'olam, through our tshuva, if we do a tshuva mi'avarabba, like it says in Tanya, we're even elevate, able to elevate sparks of sholosh kibbutzat meyas lagamre. That's also a part of our detzerach The work we do in tshuva is elevating sparks that are so deeply embedded in klipa that they're considered, they're considered asur, and the avodah tshuva can elevate them as well. So here are a number of different ideas that all conform to how Kabbalah understands the purpose for creation, or the kavana of Yiddishkeit. And it all revolves around one idea, that there is a phenomena called godliness, and it's our duty to bring additional godliness into the world. This benefits us, this benefits him, and there's a variety of different levels of godliness, and so on and so forth. I'll continue this in the next segment, in Mitzvah Shem.